Welcome to Northern Ag Network On Demand. If you like this program, we'd sure appreciate your comments on the show. Feel free to suggest to us if you've got news or stories you think your neighbors in Northern Ag Network country would benefit from hearing. We'd also like to take a second to thank BNSF Railway for sponsoring our program. BNSF Railway has been partnering with farmers for over 170 years. We thank them for the partnership. Enjoy the report. Good afternoon, Coulter Brown here from the Northern Ag Network with our noon market report. A longtime beef industry spokesperson and a nationally recognized holistic range manager are the latest inductees into the North Dakota Agricultural Hall of Fame. Nancy Joe Bateman of New Salem and Jerry Doan of McKenzie will be inducted during the North Dakota Winter Show in Valley City next month. Nancy Joe served as executive director of the North Dakota Beef Commission for 38 years. She's considered the longest serving beef council executive in the nation and she delivered thousands of consumer and producer programs media interviews, educational and egg-in-the-classroom sessions, and cooking demonstrations. And Jerry Doan, who owns and operates the Blackleg Ranch near Bismarck, will be inducted. Under his leadership, the ranch has become nationally recognized as a showpiece for holistic management and land restoration. He and his family have opened the ranch as a living classroom both for producers and the public. Jerry will be the keynote speaker at the Soil Health Symposium this week in Billings. The symposium actually starts here shortly with a pre-conference workshop on direct marketing beef. Tomorrow, the symposium gets started in earnest with Jerry Doan speaking on the regenerative journey, bringing the next generation back, stacking enterprises, and improving profitability. The afternoon then will cover different aspects of soil health, cropping system, and grazing. Also on the events calendar this week, Wednesday will be the Missoula Chamber of Commerce Agribusiness Banquet, once again, of course, emceed by Taylor Brown. The Glendive Agri-Trade Exposition will be this Friday and Saturday. And then the Montana Farmers Union Women's Conference will be this weekend at Fairmont Hot Springs, featuring our own Courtney Kibblewhite as the opening speaker. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Park staff recently captured elk in the Pioneer Mountains northwest of Dillon as part of a multi-year targeted elk brucellosis surveillance project, and all 149 blood samples collected from captured elk tested negative for brucellosis. The goal of these operations is to evaluate the presence and understand the movement of brucellosis in Montana's elk populations. The research also helps wildlife managers and animal health officials understand the overlap between elk and livestock on the landscape. And continuing our coverage of the closure of the Sydney Sugars plant by American Crystal. That plant has been owned by American Crystal since 2002 and in an editorial from the Montana Dakota Beet Growers Association board, they wrote the renegotiation of their contract every three years with American Crystal required growers to take reductions in payments. You can read that editorial for yourself at northernag.net. And Sydney Mayor Rick Norby told Northern News Network's Brian Bennett that the closure of the plant will have far-reaching implications for the local economy. The writing's been on the wall for a 
long time that this was going to happen someday. It's going to be devastating. There, I mean, there's no question about that. That's going to affect our community drastically. It's going to change a lot of things. I mean, it, we have a strong community. I believe on the agricultural side, I believe we'll bounce back somehow. Definitely going to affect our tax base. I mean, there is no question about that. But what's stuck in my mind right now is the employees that lose their jobs. You're listening to the Northern Ag Network. As a farmer or rancher, when was the last time you slept soundly? If the challenges of running your business, managing financials, and surviving markets are keeping you up, then you need Pinion. As an ag-focused accounting and consulting firm, Pinion has helped producers worry less and sleep better for over 90 years. Pinion just welcomed Montana-based CPA Anderson Zermulen to the firm. They have the real ag experience, a local footprint, and financial expertise to solve your biggest challenges. More at PinionGlobal.com. Coming off of two back-to-back contract highs for the live cattle and triple-digit gains in the feeders yesterday, the futures were mostly lower today. April live cattle down 62 cents at 163.85. June at 160 and a nickel down 65. For the feeder cattle, the March contract 7 cents lower at 187.62 and April down 20 at 191.55. The near-term direction of the futures will be determined by the ongoing standoff between packers and feedlots. Packers haven't been very active in the cash market last week's purchases down 40 percent from where they were a year ago that means feedlots will either be forced into moving cattle or they'll stand firm and force packers to pony up the cash last week was two to three higher with the average at 158 on a live basis and 250 dressed of course there was that big feeder sale in glasgow last week that saw three weight steers topping out at 328 a number of light four weights selling for over three dollars light five weight steers topped out at 250 the heavier end 214 to 228 and six weight steers 194 to 216 and the cow market does keep pushing higher as well. In Torrington, cows were 3 to 5 better with fleshy cows 82 to 90 and lean cows 76 to 80. Young bred cows in Torrington from 17 and a quarter to 19 and a quarter, mid-aged cows 1500 to 1750 and older bred cows from 1200 to 1375. If your cattle need extra nutritional support right now, call our team at Western Ranch Supply and we'll help you decide on the best supplement for your herd. You might try Amifirm from Biozyme, which helps feed the cow's gut to help them utilize what's in front of them more efficiently. Amifirm can help a cow regulate her temperature as well as a good chelate so you're not losing a lot out of the back door. Give our team a call or visit us at westernranchsupply.com. A touch of strength found for the winter wheat market today ahead of tomorrow's updated world supply and demand reports from USDA. Pre-report expectations sound bearish for wheat with analysts forecasting significant increases in U.S. and world-ending wheat stocks. But either way, that'll be a 15-year low in wheat supplies, certainly supportive to the market, but it's largely been overshadowed by economic uncertainty and the war in Ukraine. Today in the wheat futures, March KC winter wheat up nine and a half cents at eight eighty-five. May at eight seventy-five up seven and a half. Spring wheat for both March and May gaining just a half point. March at nine eighteen. May at nine eleven. March and May Chicago wheat down a quarter cent apiece. March at seven fifty. May at seven sixty-one. Corn for the month of March down three cents today at six seventy-six. And March beans up three quarters of a point at fifteen twenty-two. 
And wrapping up with the cash grain prices from Portland, 12 Pro Winter Wheat, 8 cents higher from 10.09 to 10.19. 14 Pro Spring Wheat, 2 higher at 9.99. Soft White Wheat, steady to a nickel better from 8.45 to 8.55. Thanks for joining us for this afternoon's market report. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.